And we're back. So today we're going to touch on a lot of topics. Like I mentioned earlier, we had a lot going on in the sports world, primarily basketball. We recently had the NBA draft a couple of weeks ago. We're going to touch on that for a little bit. Uh, also, the big three, Ice Cube's uh, three-on-three tournament just premiered also. And on that same night, well, the night they showed the game, they showed the games the day after. I don't understand what that's about, but we'll touch on that later. Uh, the day after that was the NBA Awards. You know, we're going to touch on that. My guy, watch Russell work on the MVP. And also, we're going to talk about one of the most frenzies uh, period that we have right now, especially with Twitter being involved. You know, all these NBA players got Twitter and putting out their comments and thoughts on what's been going on in free agency and the trades. So uh, let's start on the NBA draft, 2017 NBA draft. The number one pick was Markel Fultz to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, which everyone has been saying should be the number one pick. After that, Lonzo Ball, big baller brand, <laughs> went to L.A., Lakers to be exact. And the number three pick uh, to the Celtics was Jason Tatum out of Duke. Uh, so, you know... We're just going to touch on, um, we're not going to go into too much in depth. We're going to touch on who was the winner of the draft. We think franchise was the loser of the draft and what was the steal pick of the draft. So, Coles, I'm going to let you start. Um, winner of the draft. I have two winners. Uh, one, the Sixers were the winner of the draft. They had a man that they wanted, and he went out and got him. Um, the saying is, if you really believe someone's that guy, then you go out and get him. You do, you, do what you, you do what you need to do to go get that player. Got you. As the Sixers did. The Sixers evaluated the players. They said, Michael Phelps is the best guy. Fuck all these other draft picks. We're going to give you what you need to make the draft complete. But they had draft picks on top of that, too. So. Yeah, but know what? Those draft picks didn't get the Michael Phelps. <laughs> okay. I so it's like the same, the same as NFL. Is. You see, if you see a quarterback you really need in the first round, you trade the picks necessary to get that quarterback. That's what they did. They got, they got the point guard. My second, so they did the Chicago Bears, but just did it better. They did it way better. <laughs> <laughs> they did it way better. They actually got an accomplished player. Who is well regarded the number one player? Wait, when you say accomplished though, Washington his resume, good. his resume though, his personal resume is accomplished. <laughs> okay. He did his. When day. you say his resume, are you talking about just the stat line? His stat because line. A lot of people. His well, stat line. To be devil's advocate, a lot of people would say, okay, he did that on a bad team. Is he really that good? I mean, I'll tell you crazy. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. You need to just watch the highlights of him. Like, I know he comes so, on. Uh, eye test would tell you that. The eye that test guy. tells you he's that guy. Like, if you just watch him play. I think that was advocate. I think he's the I number one you. player as well. But there are critics out there that are saying, wait, he played at Washington. They didn't win more than nine games, I think, what it was. They didn't make the tournament. Is but you know what? Guy? A lot of those critics didn't watch him play. Okay. And I get it. He plays at a weird time in Western, Eastern, whatever, Western uh, time zone. Mm-hmm. I get it. But if you just watch... I mean, we watched the Warriors, so I don't think the time thing is... Uh, I mean, this is college basketball, though. You. You're gonna, you're, yeah, don't, don't compare him to Steph Curry and the Warriors. You're going to watch that. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just comparing as far as time. I mean, you're going to watch it, though. If you if you see the Warriors playing... I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch much of the Warriors this season. Like, No, I watched them a lot. I didn't watch them a lot because they come on like one o'clock in the morning. I got work in the morning. I can't do it. I mean, I got work, too, but I don't sleep, so I'm yeah. different. I got. I need my sleep. I'm old, man. I need my sleep. But um, <laughs> my second winner is the Suns. When you get... Josh Jackson and the number four pick, that's a win to me. When you get a top three player, anything lower than number three, that's a win to me. Um, my loser pick, I don't want to say Boston loser. I, I need to see Tatum first. But I am going to say my loser pick Orlando. I don't know what you're doing. You pick another big man again. 
Like he reminds me so much of Aaron Gordon. D- right. <laughs> I don't know how they gonna play together. I don't. Yeah. Say, I don't say how these two gonna play together. That's beyond me. Um, loser of the draft, Chicago. And, 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 and I'm not a fan of the marketing pick. I'm not a fan of marketing. I mean, how many big white guys are actually good in NBA? Like. Nah, I'm not. This doesn't mean big white guys are not good. I don't want you to make it about race. Just say he's not good. No, no, no. It's about race. <laughs> the big white guy, what are they good for? Get dunked on? How many big white guys do Portland have? <laughs> like. About three? About three. <laughs> what do they all of them do? The same thing. Well, Nurkic is good. When he came, they, they started Nurkic, they, they, they started, they started balling. Okay, so here's another thing. How many American white guys, big white guys are good? Well, he's not, well, he's not American. He play, he, to me, he is because he played in the New York American system. Yeah, but he grew up all in Finland. But he played in the American costumes. Why, why say well, overseas yeah. player? I, I don't understand that. Why say overseas player? I mean, like, uh, Nerf, Nerf, what's his name again? Nerkic? Or the guy from um, Denver or Jokic. Dirk. Guys who, do, who didn't play in the costume. Guys who okay. literally came from straight overseas. And is it like Mazingas? Those guys. Those guys are European to me. I understand that he played one year in Arizona. It doesn't really matter. Or some people may call him European still. Some people are European. <laughs> He, to me, he's not, up here. He spent one year here. I understand that, but to me, he's an American player. I saw I know he's at, who he is. Then you trade Butler for Chris Dunn and... Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I'm not a Zach Levine guy, personally. Neither am I. I don't think he's as good as advertised. He's a, he's a great athlete. Yeah. He's getting better at shooting. But to me, he's, he's at most like a good role player. So to me, Chicago didn't get... If you're going to tell me you trade Jimmy Butler for the guy from Arizona... For Chris Dunn and Lack Zachaline, to me, you're a loser in, in that scenario. Okay. I mean, I'm, from Chicago's standpoint, I think they just were ready to go young and saw promise in Chris Dunn and Levine. And they said Markinen could fill out that role that Doug McDermott couldn't. No, tell Chris, what happened to Chris Dunn tells me almost everything I need to know. So you trade Chris Dunn, okay. He couldn't craft rotation because of Rubio, okay. But then the guy you couldn't beat out, they traded for a first round pick. They literally traded for nothing. So I mean that you got traded, you couldn't beat out a guy that Thibodeau didn't buy. I don't know if it's beat out a guy. Thibodeau's not known to play young, young, young guys. Okay. And I think he wanted to see what can I do with this unit before I move on. I think he wanted to give Rubio a chance, before, which I don't understand why he did that if he's going to draft Dunn so high. But no, he didn't get rid of Tyler Jones. He 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 got to him. And to me, like you got you got you got he got rid of someone that he thought was irreplaceable. He got rid of a, a backup. Who he traded starter for for nothing. So he got rid of both of you guys for pretty much nothing. To me, it tells me why I need to know about you, Chris Dunn. Am I saying you're done? <laughs> Chris Dunn is done. I'm not saying you're done. But to me, you're in that. What's the guy Nick got rid of a couple years ago? The, the point guard that we traded um, with Robert Lopez. Was, we took him to Chicago, actually. Jerry and Grant? Yeah, you're in that Jerry. I think he's better than Jerry and Grant. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not, <laughs> but to me, you're in that that, that category. Ironically, they're on the same team now. Yeah, so we'll see. the Jerry and Grant. What's the back? What's the other guy from backup from um the Thunder? The backup point guard for them that's also Chicago. Remember too? Cameron, Cameron, yeah, Cameron. I forgot about yeah, that. Oh, y'all yeah, own that. Know, yeah. Y'all own that cluster. I guess Chicago is gonna just roll the ball out and say, "Yo, <laughs> man, the best man wins." They gonna play King of the Hill for starter. So who gonna start? <laughs> y'all niggas is back. Just battling out practice. <laughs> All right. Um, my winners of the draft. It's it's killing me to say this, but I like what the Kings did. They got the Aaron Fox as a point guard. True, true. They brought in Harry Giles. True. Like, okay. You true. Know, like, but that could also high. be a bust, though. That, that could be a bust, but I think this uh, is a valid chance you're taking at 20. When you where you took him? Yeah. Where you took him? The great value exactly, pick. Exactly, yeah. Great value pick. That's what I think. And uh, I think there's one more player they picked up. I'm not remembering right now. 
Frank Mason the third also. I like that. I like that. And they got Justin higher. Jackson too. And Justin Jackson. So they did. They did pretty good. They did pretty good. You're right. They yeah. did pretty good. So I think uh, Sacramento won that draft. That's four quality players, two proven championship type players, and Justin Jackson and Frank Mason, and two potentially all stars in the Aaron Fox. And if Harry Giles can stay healthy, he could become that guy where everybody mm-hmm. goes back and says, "Oh wow." Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant on him because I really didn't see enough at Duke. I felt like he could have used that another year, but if they say you round one, might as well might go. Might as well go. Yeah, you never know. You don't chicken. want to be that guy that comes back and proves like, he couldn't like, make it. Yeah, like Ivan Rapp. <laughs> he felt tremendously. Yeah, he felt tremendously. He went from a top four pick last year to, to the 35th pick. Yeah. So I, I, I respect when players uh, capitalize on the opportunity for them to go in round one. Losers of the draft for me... None other but Knicks go Knicks. No, what I'm not gonna say the loser yet. I I got I got what. Know what? Today afternoon, summer league starts. My evaluation of saying Knicks are loser or not starts today. And Frank, I know I understand the first practice hurt your knee, boy. You better get that court. You better get on that. Better get in that court and show me something. You've been playing against grown men since the age of 15. You better bust these guys' ass. The the footage I saw shows me that okay, I can see he knows how to play. Is he a serviceable guy that you would draft at number eight? That's my reservation. That's why I'm calling you guys losers. He looks so what I see was available on the board. All right, bro. Dennis Smith, Malik Monk, even Luke Kennard, Donovan Mitchell, even Bam out of Bayou. I think Miami got a got a got a quality of big when they drafted him. So I'm like, these are all players that personally I feel like if I was in the Knicks front office, I would have looked at before this. Let's, let's hold Spencer off though. Let's not go on loser. Let's see what he got first. Now, if he takes today in the first game, or he play the next next podcast, come on loser already. I'm not ready to hold <laughs> off. I can't do that with the Knicks. I'm not ready. They always disappoint me. You're right. I'm not gonna be disappointed this time. Right now, I'm with Stephen A. Smith. So right now you're saying like I'll criticize you first and prove me wrong second. Yes, yeah, <laughs> prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I was right about Phil Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Finally got rid of him. And got his sorry uh, ass as an excuse of an executive. As mm. Max Kellerman would say, his three and a half years here was hot garbage. Hot garbage complete, on 34th Street. Complete dumpster fire. Yeah. Complete. When, when you describe Phil Jackson, he's that halal meat that they scrape over to cook the whole <laughs> new batch. <laughs> That's what Phil Jackson is right now as an executive. But uh, let me not get on my Nick soapbox too much. But I think they lost the draft. And outside of that, the other two guys they drafted in the second round is like, eh. I even had Juwan Evans, Dwayne Bacon were available, Tyler Dorsey. We didn't get any of these guys in the second round. Who we like, take? Uh, the, we took a guy from Houston. I forget his name right now. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to. Do you get another European guy too? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Phil loves the European guys. Yeah. Not surprise me at all. Goodness. The yeah. European X over here. The Damian Damian Dotson. He's a guard from Houston that we picked up. Even Dylan Brooks is available. Another guy that knows how to win. I just feel like we we go too much with the. You know what? Let's not do what we think is. Let's not draft who thinks the best player. Let's get somebody <laughs> who nobody's looking at and see if we can make him <laughs> into something and make him into a steal. Even Nigel Williams Goss was available. Like these are players that know how to play the game and we see it at the college level and you can at least say, okay, I can make him an NBA player. Right? Today's somebody. Well. Yeah, like, come on. 
Like these are all players that we could have easily used. Take someone I actually see my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. Take a name I know. A name I actually know. Not even a name you know. A name you know and a talent that you can say, okay, I see why you picked them up. These other guys, I don't, Who I don't the hell know. Who Damon Dotson? I don't even see this guy play for. Yeah, so. I didn't watch one Houston game. Even Monte Morris out of Iowa State was available. We didn't get him either. I'm like, come on, guys. So I will have to call y'all the losers. Hopefully y'all prove me wrong. I want this guy from France to be good, but I'm, I'm not really impressed. Like, the video shows me he's a quality player. But I'm not sure if he belongs to be picked at number eight. Especially when the player who I really liked in this draft, Dennis Smith Jr., was available. So I may be being biased by that. But that's what I think is a loser of the draft. Um, we're going to go into our steals. Who do you think was the best steal of the draft right now? Jimmy Butler. The biggest steal of the draft. No. I'm not going to let you do that. The no, biggest steal of the draft. No. We're going to no. touch on that later. Who in the 2017 draft? That was drafted. That was drafted. Let's not let's not go off the wall like that. We could address that later. Um, biggest deal, Josh Jackson. How did the Suns get him at four? I mean, I I don't know what I don't know what age was doing during the draft. I thought he'd been a great executive up until last week. Maybe maybe he was chilling with uh, Phil, taking a cat nap during the <laughs> evaluations. But um, I don't know what he's looking at. But um, but I don't know if that was more so than the age or. From the reports of saying that he went to go see him try to work out, and I think Phoenix told Josh Jackson, "We're going to draft you. You're going to play." Whereas Boston, they would have, they might have drafted him, but there was no guarantee he was going to. From what get I heard, time. from what I heard, that Danny Ainge was upset because he flew down to wherever Josh Jackson was for workout, yeah. and then Josh Jackson curved him, saying, "I'm not working out for you." Because I think Phoenix told him that, "Yo, we're going to pick you, and we're going to play you." Okay, so Danny Ainge are petty. So you pick the man. I don't care if you fly two hours or three hours, five hours. I don't care if you fly five hours to go see this man and curves you. He's an NBA player. Get over it. You got curved. We been get curved every day. All right? I understand you're married. You're but as, a, while. As, a, as a GM, I guess you don't want to get into a situation where he gets there and then he does. He pulls a Danny Ferry or Steve Francis and says, I'm not playing here. You have to play. You're, you don't have to. Danny Ferry did it. We, Steve what, Francis so what are gonna did do? it. So we're going to do not, not, get a, not make money this year? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna force a trade. Nah, it's nah. happened before. So force a trade for something you want, like for if you what what who you never, team, you, Suns? You never you never really end up getting what you want in those situations. You're not if you if I know Suns want him, give me, give me best offer. Which how much you really want him? You want, we gonna give me Marcus Chris? But yeah, how much you really you want, want him? him? But do you but 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 do you want to waste the number one pick on somebody like that and they don't play at all? Yes. You go, for, why, why, if he if he wouldn't play, why would Tatum play? He's better than Tatum. But Tatum is fine with whatever position he's in. I don't think he was in a situation where a team told him, we're going to pick you where you're going to play. Well, a top three talent is sitting there. If your main reason to pick him, not pick him because he said they don't want to play. I don't know if that's his main reason. Don't, don't, don't quote you're me right. on that. But, I'm not saying, but I'm not saying, I, think, I think looking at it from, from what was presented to me, as a GM, you might say, okay, I'm, I can draft him anyway, even though he doesn't want to play here. But I run the risk of him creating havoc in my locker room, Yo, which man. I don't need. Bad teams pick people all the time. You really think that uh, Emmanuel Mude won't put in Denver when he got picked? You really think you really think Daniel Russell won't play? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying there's a there's there's always a chance that the player says I'm not coming. I'm taking a chance. I'm okay. taking it. All right. I'm taking no. it. I'm, I'm calling you bluff. You gonna sit out this year? You just came from college. We didn't make no money. You gonna make a decade another year and not make money? Okay. <laughs> you see that check come through? You like, Ooh, I, might, I might think differently. All right. But um. I respect that. Biggest, and I also think Harry Giles was a, was a good pick 
Adam 20. Okay. Another good pick. Oh, excuse me. How can I, how can I miss this? When you get Dennis Smith, I'm like eight. Me and Dennis Smith, I'm like eight. Excuse me. When you get Dennis Smith, I'm nine. He's a top five player in my eyes. We yeah. get Dennis Smith and I'm a nine. That's who. That's who. I was, I was, a, I was a top five. I was a top five. Now I was he's say, definitely a top five player to me in this draft. So he's better than who do you have him better than? Like Tatum, yeah. Josh. You remember Tatum? Yeah. Mm. I'm better than Tatum. Who's your top? So I, I mean, my top five is Lonzo Ball, Fultz, Fox, Josh Jackson, and Dennis Smith. That's who I have. Dennis Smith. Yeah. I, mean, I can't argue with that. So I mean, he could he could be a top five player. But anyway, we go up his top five, top six, top seven. You got him in number nine. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good bargain. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And also, I think somebody that we need to mention again that was mentioned on our last episode is. Uh, Josh Hart. I think the Lakers got a great great pickup by picking him at 30. Solid pick? Yeah. I think that was definitely a solid pick by them. So, uh, you know, that's just a couple of things on the draft. Uh, after the draft, the following Sunday, Ice Cube's Big 3 premiered. Uh, 303 tournament where we're tied up NBA players. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? What you think? Was it good, bad, ugly? What would you describe it? It was ugly. It was ugly. It was entertaining though. Okay. My my the first thing I thought though when I when I saw this I said so you're charging people hundred and fifty dollars for these tickets, bro. Come on, come on, I see you better than that. I mean, yo, the, the arena was packed out. Who are you people buying this shit? Like I don't understand <laughs> it. Like what you when you bought that ticket for hundred fifty dollars, what you expect? What you expect to go watch? You think people are gonna be in good shape? I don't think any. I think the problem that a lot of people have. I'm not saying that's you per se. Is you're coming from a mindset. I just finished watching the NBA, and now you have those same lens and looking at the Big Three tournament. And you like no, no, you know I know. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just oh. saying in general. That's what people are saying. Like this Big Three, okay. And then you're looking at an NBA player, so your mind automatically is triggered to say, ah, "This is NBA, though. This is not the talent I'm used to." Like kind of watching. I think people have to get outside of it and just look at it as uh, more so of a. Uh, entertainment family atmosphere kind of thing so that's why i think a lot of people are having a hard time with it but uh go ahead what's your yeah i thought it was hilarious like it was funny watching these old negroes like get hurt like corey mcgetty got hurt on pump fake like really bro <laughs> like, he got hurt on pump fake it's funny watching guys just wobble layups like it's just, it's funny it's very entertaining it's like watching the all-star the la fitness like these guys are all old like all shoot i'll give them that all good shoot still if anything, old guys better shooters. They were here hitting some some launching Yeah, drinks. those yo, yeah. actually that four point shot, yeah. I like it a lot. Those older than launching shots. I like shots. it a lot. I like that four point shot. You had Mike Bibby looking like he was in Arizona. Yeah, still. yeah. Mike Bibby out here cooking dudes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else was cooking people? Corey McGee before he got hurt was cooking dudes. Yeah. Al, Th- Al Harrison was out here cooking dudes. Like, you know who I forgot? Also, Mo Evans. I forgot he was in NBA for that long. Yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot about you. It is. It's a lot. It's fun watching you guys play. I'm just saying, like, for, for me. Ice Cube, come on. I mean, I get it. No, what? No, what? If people are going to buy it, why not charge it? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, still. There's people that would say, who's paying a hundred something dollars to watch people wrestle? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing because it you is, understand. Because it's, it's a TV act- show. It's a TV show, though. This this is what it is. Big Three is a production, but it's sports but that's acting, though. It's, it's sports entertainment. Yeah. When you when you pay Vincent Man a hundred dollars to watch... Stone Cold Steve Austin. $100 is me being generous. I'm sure you call for more. When you pay Vincent Man $120 for, for Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're also getting the 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 uh, the fireworks. You're getting the, 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 guest, the guest speakers. You're getting the celebrities in the, in the, in the crowd. You get I all mean, that. that's what Big 3 is. But just at the basketball level. That's real life, though. You're comparing, like... It's like... But it's a form of entertainment. 
when you okay, when you buy a wrestling ticket, it's almost like buying a ticket to a play. You're watching okay. scripted sports. All right. This is real life sports that people are really trying their hardest to be bad at. Like to be good at, but they're really not good anymore. That's what that's, that's my difference to me. No, but this is good in the sense as in three oh three. Like, what do you expect out of a three oh three tournament? Like, it's not gonna be at the same level of a five oh five game that goes up and down. The this court. is almost like if say you went to Rutgers this weekend, right? Okay. It'll charge you like one twenty to get in. Okay. You right. Maybe you wouldn't buy it, but someone someone would buy it. You look at them like, what are you doing, bro? Like, why are you? Yeah, precisely. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. It's like, what are you doing paying hundred twenty dollars to watch? Hey, I can't tell Ice Cube how to run, how to run his league. Yo, like I said, if, if people will buy, buy, buy it, who might say, I'm just, I'm just. I actually enjoyed it. Like, I did too. When I, when, I, when, I, when I was watching, I said, okay, I see y'all all lost the step, but like you said, everybody can still shoot. Everybody still understands the game. Gary Payton was out there going crazy. Like, it was game six versus Jordan with the refs, especially too. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely something that um, I'm Don't probably going to uh, uh, look Don't get me wrong. Look, I'm going to watch every single one. I, enjoy, okay. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I just <laughs> was a clown show. It's it fun, it funny watching to me. Like, right. I found the humor in rather than the actual, like, watching the basketball. But there is good basketball in it. Okay. I get you. I get you on that. Uh, so, yeah, the next uh, stop, I, I believe, is in Philadelphia uh, the following weekend. I would go watch it's it. Coming, if it was cheaper, weekend. if it was cheaper than your price, I would go watch it. Probably, yeah. And I think you also got to tailor it to the market. Like, Brooklyn, Barclays, I, I got to charge to get, get some type of money back. Probably when they go to Tulsa and these other cities, the ticket prices might be different. So, we'll see. But Ice Cube, I think it was a great idea. I think it was probably going to be something that we're going to see in the future. I don't think it's going to be a one-year thing. I hope I hope it's not because I'm, I'm going to look forward to it. It's yeah. something to watch when the NBA and college basketball is not on if you're a basketball junkie. There's always players leaving the league that need that aren't completely done. I'm sure yeah. Paul, I'm sure Paul Pierce might do this next year and cook people. <laughs> probably cooking dudes next. I I didn't, I didn't get to see Chauncey Billups. Did he play on uh, Brooklyn? I heard yet? he's in the league, but I don't think he played yet. Oh, he hasn't played yet. Okay, okay. I know, he, I know he's tired of cooking people in the ESPN studios. There's so. <laughs> <laughs> some more competition out here. Oh man, and um, AI also had his debut too. Um, how was that? Did you get to see? Him? Uh, it was not good. He it shot, good. He shot one looking, for, one for seven. Like, yeah, he was looking. He was looking ugly. Or what was I mean, it? his shots weren't going in. So it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good debut. I mean, I'm he, sure that he still have the crossover. No. Or, nah, I'm going. It's going. I'm sure that um, the ticket price went up when they saw it when Honor's name was on the bill. It's a, yeah. it's a huge draw. Uh huh. But you didn't get the option you wanted. And he didn't play much. He's more of a coach. Okay. He's, he's one of those coach player um, captain yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. So he let the other guys play mostly. He did, he did come in the game, stick it up a little bit. He hit one mid-range shot and came back, took a seat. But um, if you're looking for the crossovers, I mean, I'm sure he'll get some old dude. Someone crossed someone. Who was it? Jamel, Jamel O'Neal got crossed by... Come on. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm not coming back. His lower body didn't even move. Yeah, I'm not counting that. <laughs> his arms was just like moving. You don't get no kudos for crossing Jermaine Jermaine on there. You don't get no kudos for that. I can't count that. But okay. Uh, it was Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Captain Jack. Steven Jackson went from the studio Captain, to the Barclays. Captain Jack crossed him. He got the M1. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he got the M1. Oh, it was the M1. Okay. M1. Nah, you get props for that. Captain Jack got the M1 yeah, crossed nah, him. Nah, you definitely get props for that, Steven. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, big ups to Ice Cube on that. Um, also, that same night, I don't know. Yeah, Ice Cube, you got to televise these games live. I don't understand why we're doing a uh, uh, delay. <laughs> why are we doing that? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. The games were Sunday. You got, you all got, my friends were going, 
And then I'm looking for it on TV, and I'm hearing, oh, it's going to play tomorrow on Fox Look, Plus. When you when you when you when you're recording. 30 plus, 38 year old plus guy to play basketball. You got a lot, a lot of editing to do, right? There's a lot of editing <laughs> oh. has to go through. <laughs> okay. They can't show all the order mishaps. They can't show all the flops. There's no product. They got to edit the shit out of they it. Gotta edit, they got to edit the shit out of this shit. <laughs> okay. I'm sure the, the, the TV standards are like, all right, we can't show every injury. <laughs> and that's another thing, yeah. So they don't show every game in its entirety. Like some, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fast-forwarding to the point where I think the second game thing is only all made shots to show. Uh-huh. So like, there's a lot of editing involved. Okay. <laughs> it's like wrestling almost. You're right. It's like wrestling to a certain degree. Yeah. There's editing involved. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Probably don't want to see all the games live like that. Yeah, I get it. But I think at least one game that you know is going to be two marquee teams. When you get to feel the team, should air live. I'll kind of see it like as it's going on. I don't want to have to wait twenty four hours to see it. Or at least hide the results. I don't want to get the results on Sunday from Bleach Report and then watch it Monday. Yeah, I already know one. Yeah, yeah. It kind of takes away from the um, yeah. mystique and the lore of it of it all. But um, let's move on. Uh, uh, big ups to Ice Cube again on the Big Three League. Uh, how does how does Pastor Prime perfect link to your product Ice Cube? All right, man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about the NBA awards. Like little little quick recap. I mean, everybody knows who won the awards. As I mentioned earlier, Russell Westbrook MVP. He won. He won. Season. Fraudulent. He won. It's not fraudulent. <laughs> fraudulent. I'm not gonna let you do he that won. on the airwaves. He won. It wasn't fraudulent. He won fair and square. Whoever was the guys that didn't vote for, uh, who was it, um, also the All-NBA teams and didn't vote for Kawhi um, as All-NBA is got to got rescind their votes. But uh, that's another subject another day. But what's your thoughts on the award show in general? Drake was the host. Nicki Minaj, 2 chains performed. What do you think? What's your thoughts on it? Um, the Nicki Minaj performance is horrible. Um, Drake did a decent <laughs> job. Drake did a decent job. Decent? Uh, you don't think he did a pretty good job? I mean, he's got. Don't you think he could have improved on it if you say decent? Some of his jokes weren't there, but I mean, he he he, he did. He, yeah, I don't say what it was. I think he did a great job. When I say decent, I mean I'm comparing him to like other hosts of other like award shows. So like he wasn't like Chris Chris Rock funny. But... Come on. <laughs> Come on, like you're talking so about. So we, so we want to say that you want to say he's excellent <laughs> for the NBA awards. Yeah, like for what it was. Uh, you got it. <laughs> Chris Rock is hosting the Oscars. Come on, I'm not gonna compare the two. <laughs> That's crazy. But uh, as far as the awards in, in itself, I think they need to be early. They got to be right after the regular gotta season be. ends. I, I can't wait till we already crown the champion and. Um, now you're telling me about NBA awards for the regular season. I don't care anymore. Right after the regular season. Yeah, the votes are in. I don't understand what was taking y'all so long. Like, I don't think exactly. it's going to take away from the playoffs. That's my biggest thing with it. Like, when, as you guys know, if you follow the podcast, I was very uh, emotionally attached to the MVP race because I wanted James Harden to win. But when I found out he lost uh, two, three months later, I don't care anymore. But I would say the biggest thing I took away from it is the margin that Westbrook went by. Really? You felt some kind of way about that. Really? William Close, you tell me? Nah. Come on. Nah, don't give me that. Don't give me that. It was a close race. Don't tell me that he won by close, damn near. He was second. He won by 47, 47 votes? Like, come on. That's not even close. Like, he only got seven. He only got uh, 22 first place votes at 69 for Westbrook? Come on, man. Nah, yo. It, come on, man. Like, winning has to matter. I understand. And you know what? I understand he had a great season. Both had great seasons. 
Don't tell me who my aboriginal. That's, that's bullshit. All right. So you're that's, upset that he should, he should have lost by uh, a close margin. margin. Yeah, he should have lost, lost anyway. Though. Still, at least at least show <laughs> him respect. Don't tell him no, no, no. That's the same respect. The same respect. For the second. <laughs> This is this, this data finishing. It's still second whether you lost by an inch or a mile. There's a different kind of second though. You could <laughs> this second place where you you had a hard fight and you barely <laughs> lost. Then the second place you got washed away. Like, it's just like, all right, why are you even here? And when when the Cavs was in the finals, it's like, all right, bro, why you guys lost five games? Why you, no? I don't, I don't use Cavs. When the Rockies lost to Spurs in the, in the second round, you're like, you for all this, you might have lost the first round. But for, for, for this, like. I don't know. I'm from the camp. Whether you lose by an inch or a mile, you lost. That's, so that's I, I wouldn't really be dwelling on like. That's oh, what I need to. And I'm just looking at it like this should fuel James Harden to say, you know what? I got to do better than Russell Westbrook next few, season. Few if I want the MVP. For me, James Harden don't even need to be worried about the MVP. He needs to be worried about how he how, how he can win games in the offs. Because this is back to back episodes of him just. I don't know what's going on. I, I I didn't know I didn't know if it was on the game was on the Disney Channel when I was watching Casper or if it was on TNT and I was watching. He didn't flop last year's playoff against the Warriors. Uh no. Uh, this is the worst he's looked. This is the versus it was, it was very, that it was game five was right. Is yeah. That, right? that was the worst. That's the worst I've ever seen him like it just play. Looked like he just showed up and said, "You know what? It's over." Yeah. <laughs> He mailed like, it in. I, I, yeah, I didn't, he I didn't come in. here to compete tonight. He mailed it in. He yeah. he knew his heart. I thought by now something personal would have came out that happened the day prior or the day of. That's why he was playing that way. He's kind of got in the past. No one's really talking about it. And people talk about it for about a week, and then I guess more egregious stuff happened. <laughs> people <laughs> forgot about it. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, it's still fresh in my memory. But now, uh, you know, the Rockets upgraded, so we'll see. But as far as the NBA awards, I think the NBA just needs to have them right after the regular season ends. Like, I don't understand what's the problem with Like, Kawhi that. got nine votes first place. Come on. LeBron got one vote first place. Like, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think LeBron should have got more votes, but I think LeBron is suffering from the Jordan rules. One person <laughs> voted for him? Did you tell me? Yeah. Nah, that's, that's ridiculous. One it is, voter? Is, it is, it is, it is. I think LeBron should have got more first place votes, but like I said, I think he's dealing with the Jordan rules. It's like, okay, we know you're the best, so share the award a little bit. How Durant get zero? How Durant and how Durant get zero zero votes? Like, come on. Like Kawhi Leonard only got nine. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, people. Who voted for this? Who voted for this? It's like Kathy voting ten times. Like, who is this? Like, <laughs> how many votes can't he get? I mean, hey, you gotta respect it. Russell Westbrook had a hell of a season. He did. But in no universe, LeBron James had one vote for MVP. That's going to happen for a long time now because he's been dominating for so long that we're just like, okay, we're used to that. Put some respect on LeBron's name. It, 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 LeBron is like Tom Brady in the NFL right now. Okay, we know you're the best, but let's shit a war with someone else. Like you said on our earlier podcast, let my Ryan win. Tom Brady got enough. No, no, I have no problem with LeBron losing. But okay. come on. Then one person. One, how can you look? How can... If you put 10 people in a circle, you really tell me that you got one vote? Like From this past season, you might. I think everybody would go either Russell or Harden, and then you're going to have sprinkles of LeBron and Kawhi. If you ask 10 people, I think LeBron still might only get one. You're right. If you ask 10 people, if we ask 50 people, you should at least get two. Like, Hey, I don't know. Like, I just, it's just how many people even LeBron voted? I another question. How many people even voted? Like, total... I'm not doing that. That's going to work right now. So much math. <laughs> we don't have time for that. But I'll come back with you next podcast. I'll give you exact numbers how you voted. Okay. Say how egregious, how egregious it is that he only got one vote. I, I feel you. I feel you. <clears throat> uh, so now we in the, as Dub would say, we in the meat and the potatoes of the offseason, NBA. Uh, the draft went. Big three started. 
We gonna keep keep an eye out for that. NBA awards came and went. So now is the trades and the free agency. Um, I think we're gonna discuss the three major trades that's happened, and we'll grade them. You know, on uh, a to D schedule, the Jimmy Butler trade, him going to the T Wolves, the CP Zero, as I like to call him, trade going to the Rockets. I'll call him George. that. Tell him some respect. Tell him some respect. I show him all the respect. I think he's a great player. Call him I don't want to hear nothing associated with a guard. Everybody's calling him a point guard. Point guard. And he's never point made God. the conference finals. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so how are you a guard if you don't master what you're, you're He did you're master. Crafting. He's mastered what he's done. It may not trade the wins. He's, best. he's mastered what he's done, though. And we're going to discuss the Paul George to Oklahoma City Thunder trade. So what you give the Jimmy Butler uh, grade, uh, trade a grade? I right give now? the Wolves an A. Okay. The Bulls A plus. I get the Bulls A plus. I get the Bulls. Uh, they passed. It's a C plus. C plus. I personally don't think the guys got back. No, no, no. I think. Okay, not continue. Go ahead. I'm not gonna cut you off. I'll give. All right. I'll give a B minus. You know what? When you get young talent back, you gotta get some kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say it. you always preach go but, go young when it's but not working. It's not just getting young talent. It's getting the right talent. I mean, I don't personally think this is the right young talent. But you did get some value for it. You didn't, you didn't just take like like the Knicks for Ryan Anderson. You didn't, just, you didn't take that BS, all right? You did get some youth in the trade. I'll give you that. A, a for the um, Wolves, B minus for the Bulls. I'm gonna agree. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give them a B solid. I B think solid. It's a B solid. Yeah, I think it's a B solid because worst case, you can see who's who's a or who's not at this at this point, and you can flip them for something else. Somebody's always looking for athletic players, and that's what Chris Dunn, Zach Levine are. Oh, I know. There's a lot of burgers in that backcourt for Chicago right now. A lot of patties on the, on the grill frying up a little bit. Yes, it remains to be seen what direction they're going in because they have a lot of guards. They have Cameron Payne. They have uh, Jerry and Grant. Now they have Chris Dunn Done. and Zach Levine. So we'll see. It may, it could possibly work. We might we, we, we might look at this trade. And you got D-Wade, yeah, so too. Now. And you got Dwayne you got Wade. So you're going to start just, Levine? Just, the, point guard? I think, I think Levine, they're going to see where he's at with his ACL and then true, work true. him. And work them in like six man, maybe yeah, one, yeah, most most likely. And there's probably going to be between Chris Dunn and Cameron Payne and Jerry and Grant. So who's going to how be bad that is team going to be? I don't think they're going to be if they stay as constructed. I think just because Dwayne Wade, aka Goku, as I like to call him, this guy, I think they're going to win about forty games. Same same type of record. How many? Okay, how many games do you expect the D Wade to play in without the help of Butler and Rondo? Like he he said a lot of games last year. He didn't said a lot. He said a good amount. I know a lot of times that he had a suit and tie on. What I'm saying is that they're asking more of him now. How much is his body gonna hold up? Hey, well, only time will tell. I think they're gonna win about 40, 38 to forty one games. That's where I what's see that? Him. What's that? What's that? Lottery pick? That's that could you got that, that could be the eight for seven seed in the East. So hey, not making playoffs. No one <laughs> making playoffs. If they win thirty-eight to forty-one games, they have a, They have. A they shot. will be in the lottery next year. Book it. Okay. Book it. Top sure, ten pick. Top ten pick. Because the offseason is not over yet. <laughs> you sure? You sure I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say it because I, I mean, from what I'm looking, there's no. I don't see them. First of all, I don't trust Fred Hoiberg Hoy- Hoy- at all. I don't trust Hoiberg at all. I agree with you, but I think you want to reserve that until you finish seeing I don't think what so. moves they make. I don't think there's any moves right now. I'm, I'm trying to save you. Who's out there? Who's out there right now? Who's out there that could be going there? Don't do that. Every, I'm doing every, it. Every summer, there's a team where you're like, oh, I nah. didn't know they were going to do that. In Chicago this year. Okay. I'll tell you right now. And I, 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 like you said, the Knicks, you got to prove me wrong. You got to check up both, got to prove me wrong. Right. You got to prove me wrong. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on Goku. I'm, I'm slept. I'm, I'm slept. I'm not woke. I'm slept. All right. We'll see.
Chris Paul to the Rockets now with your boy James Harden. Um, value I give the 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 um. Uh, no, give an overall grade. Come on, you don't I can't give overall grade because two parts of it. Like value wise, for no, what you gave up, give, just just give a grade for the Rockets and a grade for the Clippers. It's hard to do because let me explain to you. All right, value wise, what you gave up for Chris Paul is a. What actually means for your team? You guys what? You have to account all of that. So if you want to lower the grade because of that, then go ahead. So now I give it like a B, B plus. It's for the, like for the Clippers. For the Clippers. No, okay. for, excuse me, for the Rockets. Okay. B, B plus. It's like you made a great uh, trade. You're gonna get better, but I I still don't have to be in Spurs. Okay. Uh, Clippers. I'll give you all a C. I, I don't know for what you got out of that. You got. Sam Decker, Montrell Harris, uh, Patrick Beverly, no, and a first round pick. What's that gonna matter? Like, what Houston has the longest? I think Houston has the longest record right now for playoff appearances in a row. Houston ain't, ain't not making the playoffs. Still an extra first round pick. You always preach to get to 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 get uh, picks. If, I don't. If, if, I I preach getting picks that matter. Take take the Nets picks. Take the big team that matter. Don't don't go after the Spurs and the Rockets and those picks. There's a reason why they give it up. But wait, you also have to understand that if. Uh, if Chris Paul didn't tell him that he was going to sign in Houston, he was going to walk away, and they weren't going to got nothing. Even if he does walk, even if he does walk away, Houston has shown the ability to somehow make the playoffs every year. So I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going across the assumption that they're going to continue doing that. But he's telling you, bust this trade, or you're just going to be left high and dry. So I think, in a sense, I will give the Clippers. I'm leaning towards like a B plus for the trade because Chris Paul was going to walk, and they weren't going to get anything in return. Now you got... What do they get in return? So they, got, they still have three players that they can use for another move and a drafting that they can sell to someone else rather than having arguably the point guard, as you guys say, walk away and you get nothing in return. I see. So just because you got three bones back doesn't mean that... I mean, you got Patrick Beverly back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but he's not... A, a, and you guys are always preaching that Blake Griffin should be more of a point forward. I don't say that. No, no. Don't say you guys. Don't say you guys. Say Miles, all right? Miles the only one on this... Blake Griffin point right, Miles guard. Miles is, is the only person I've heard say that. That's why I say you guys. It's not directed at you. In this group chat, in, in our group, in our in our past the prime block, the only one saying that is Miles. All right? So, okay. say, so you say you guys, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the five hosts here. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm, speaking, <laughs> okay. I'm, speaking, I'm, speaking, I'm speaking to the public. To me, Pat Beverly's a good role player on a team that has a point guard already. On the Clippers, I don't know what you're going to be on the Clippers. So to me, like the trade is like, you, pretty much, you, got, you got what you... He lowballed you. Chris Paul lowballed. He told you I'm only going to go to this team, pretty much, and you got you got from them what you wouldn't take. You did what the Knicks aren't going to do. You exactly. took you took whatever you can get for Chris Paul, and I, I commend that. Yeah, but so I'm going to give you a I'm give for you a me, I'm going to give him a B for the uh, Rockets. I give him a B as well because I don't really see what this really. It's going to be fun to watch. Then Tony, Chris Paul, James Harden, but I don't know if this makes y'all better than the Spurs or the Warriors. So I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna. Right now, I'm, give, I'm, I'm giving it a B. I'm hoping that with all these players that you guys are buying, y'all bust another move and continue to get better. But as constructive right now, I'm not over, overwhelmed by, okay, it's a pending grade for me. Chris Paul and James Harden in the backcourt. I'm going to watch. It's a pending grade for me. They're probably going to win 60 games now. Houston's always moving. It's a pending grade for me. If they get another player, they will try and let the Paul George see where he went. They'll try and get mellow, but they offer that BS. Offer of Ryan Anderson, but what then was it, the, what was the offer for Mello? Ryan Anderson for for, for Mello, but straight. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Straight. I mean, from the only problem with it is that Ryan Anderson almost has the same contract as Mello. Like they have, it's like it's not. I think Mello's getting paid way more. 
Uh, it's not that much more. Like, Ryan Anderson gets twenty plus million dollars a year. Is he? I saw. I thought. I thought he's in <laughs> no. the fifteen, eighteen mark. He's Twenty. He's in twenties. Really? Yeah. Ryan, I, I, I looked up. I, I, I was. I was asking. I was talking to my Malcolm. My, my mom Combs about. It. I was like, why would? Why would the Knicks take that? But no, I was. There's two parts of it. So like, to me, it's almost moving lateral because you're. And, and, and the funny thing is also the same duration too. Both of them had two more years on contract. I wouldn't trade for a player that plays the same position. I would want guard back for Melo. No, I would take it because you can trade Ryan Anderson for Melo, and it's easier to move Ryan Anderson from that part than Melo. So like, initially, it trades like you're moving in the same direction, but you can flip Ryan Anderson easier. But you still gotta wait another six months. You, you can, can but you know what? But, but you know what? I'm sure by trade deadline, trade deadline time. Someone's gonna need a sharpshooter, and then he they want to see Ryan just sitting there. And at that point, you probably get it for nothing almost. At that point, you can flip him again for like, all right, give me a expiring contract. Okay, I mean the Knicks aren't known to be that savvy. You're right. So <laughs> You're, right. You're right. You're right. on that. You're right. The Knicks aren't savvy, so <laughs> yeah. to them, that's, to them not taking it, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gonna fuck up the franchise. In a, in a You're right. Way. Doing that would make, would make sense. That makes, that makes too much sense yeah. to do that. Because I got the updates here. They looking at Derrick <laughs> Don't, Rose. Again. Derrick Rose. Yeah. <laughs> For what? For what? To teach no to teach Frank how to play point guard? If I'm the Knicks, I think y'all should pick up Rajon Rondo. I think that's who he needs to learn from. That man understands the game like any other guard. Yeah. He may not have a jump shot, but I don't think he needs to teach him that. Like that, the coaches got to earn their checks too. That's true. Yeah. So I think him learning learn, learning from Rondo would be great. My guy be George Hill. That's okay. why. I, that's why I would want. If you're talking about a guy that I want to lead our team. And teach someone, mm-hmm. I'll take Rondo or George Hill. Both of those, okay. both of those people, I would gladly accept in the New York Knicks. Shit, I wouldn't Rondo I last year. Right, <laughs> right, right. So I, I would definitely like the Knicks to uh, look at Rondo. I would gladly accept that. I don't think Rondo would cost you too much either. George Hill, right might, now, yeah. George Hill might cost you. Yeah, he's because he's had a great season. Exactly, but this is my thing. Like, if you're gonna keep Melo, because apparently you guys aren't willing to do what the Clippers did, if you're gonna keep Melo, you might as well go for it, I guess. You might as well, might as well be competitive. Like, I guess. I think they need to ask Melo where do you want to go. And, They've already done it. Figure it out. They've done it. The thing is, like, they're the Knicks are too stubborn. Like, they're, they're saying, okay, Melo, where do you want? Melo's obviously saying Houston. He's saying Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, and I don't know who else is saying now. He Spurs. All three of the teams are smart teams, though. They're gonna lowball you. They're gonna be like, okay, you want, you want, Melo wants to come here. I'll give Ryan Anderson. You wanna take that? And Knicks, this we need some savviness, bro. He's like, give me Ryan Anderson a future, future pick, not next year pick. Give me like twenty. 20. Give me something. Eventually, you got to think that Ryan, Ryan, Paul George, uh, Harden and, and Chris Paul are going to break down some, at some point. They've already made the play like 20 years in a row. Sometime, sometime, at some point, it's going to end. Get that 2020 pick. 2020, be creative. Just sit in your ass and do not do your job. Shit. Do your damn job, Knicks. Yeah. But um, at least they did their job and fired uh, Phil Jackson finally. Finally. <laughs> finally. I don't know what took them so long. Nick fans... You guys are a little too happy. You guys are a little too happy. Just be happy for that one thing. <laughs> that doesn't mean that that the, the work's over. I've yeah, seen reports. Because I'm still keeping that letter on my Twitter. I'm going to actually repost it again for those of you who, who missed it. I've seen uh, a great article, by the way, by E. Um, I've seen a lot of activity I wasn't happy of since Phil got fired. Uh, I've seen the um, Isaiah Thomas is a dark horse candidate. He already came out and said, I'm not interested in the job. Apparently, you can get the job if the next time you don't want a job. He's <laughs> already president of Liberty. Leave that man over there. Leave him over there. The, the man had a horrible first tenure. He wasn't he wasn't good anywhere else. He, he was a good coach in he's a good coach at in Indiana. Yes, he was. He was a bad GM in Toronto. 
He's a bad GM in New York. Why bring him back? Just leave him in WNBA. I don't know if he's a bad GM in Toronto, though. He did draft Dame Stoudemire and Camby. Dame Stoudemire. He got rid of Did he trade Camby? Uh, he ended up trading Camby uh, to uh, the Knicks, yeah. So he helped the Knicks at least at one point. <laughs> Someone helped the Knicks at some yeah. point. But, um, yeah, leave them away. And now the work really begins, Knicks fans. The work is really beginning now. We need to hire a president. We need to hire a GM. That's what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know if Steve Mills is prepared to do this job. I don't know the guy from Toronto either. Like, what does the guy from Toronto really accomplish? Everyone, everyone wants so bad. So bad. Okay, so he bought in Masai Ujiri. He didn't. He didn't draft Lowry. He traded for my. Traded for him, I believe. Did he? He might even do that. He didn't draft DeRozan. No, he traded for Lowry. Did he? Yeah. He didn't. Dra- he did not draft DeRozan. He he bought in. Um, what's his name? He brought in uh, Serge Ibaka. He traded and PJ Tucker, but he traded. He gave a pick away for it though for Tucker. That's a pick for Tucker. I don't know about that, but um, everyone says the home run, the home run like hit. I, I'm not too sure. He's done a good job. He's done a comp- let me say, he's done a competent job in Toronto. And he, he kept Denver competitive after they lost Melo. He did. He did. But I'm not so saying. I don't know what better resume you need than that. Nah, That's there's, two there's, franchises. Who so who is so who would you look at? He got he didn't he didn't keep them competitive. They've been stinking for a while. He got Wilson Recently Chandler after he left. He got but the guys he got back are part of the team that they weren't good when he when he traded for them. They got Wilson Chandler, Gal Nari, Raymond Felton. Mm-hmm. They weren't good. Okay. He got he did what uh, Clippers did. He took what he could for them. But the, but 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 Denver still made made playoffs. I'm pretty sure more 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 times than not when he was there still because he's been gone for about three years now. You said who I want? I want someone in the Sixers camp. I want someone in the Warriors camp. I want someone. I want Thibodeau. That's what we should have had two years ago. I want Tibbs. I want someone. Be realistic, please. I want someone in the Spurs camp. <laughs> be realistic, please. You said who I want? No, be realistic though. Hey, who is available? This guy from Toronto not available. The same way we're going to try to get yes, gap picks. I, I, I get that, but the Warriors, Spurs, these guys aren't moving on there. Give me the assistant, assistant, assistant coach, <laughs> assistant scout, someone in that camp knows what they're doing. Someone in that, in that camp has some secrets that they're ready to tell for us. But when we do do that, we, we come into a Phil Jackson type of na- narrative. Go hire Hanky. Give okay, me Hanky. Well, bring back the guy we had before that, that, that left because he was so Donnie sick of the Walsh. Nick. Bring back Donnie Walsh. I like okay. Donnie. Okay. I like Donnie. All right, now you be a realist. How about can we find Mark Jackson a chance? Get Mark Jackson and Van Gundy. I, I heard that that scenario. Even though Van Gundy doesn't have a, a experience being a um, no, a, I want president. experience front office guy. I don't want these experiments no more. I would love Mark Jackson as the coach. No, if I want. He says I want, he wants to be the I want Mark Jackson too, GM. I'll give him. I'll give him that. I want Mark Jackson GM. But I think he still has the coaching bug. I don't think he's gonna take a GM job without being able to be the coach. And I'm fine if he wants. But to he can pick his own coach though. He can pick his own coach. That, 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 uh, I don't think he's one of the two. I think he's saying I could do it. Mark Jackson gonna take the GM job and not in, in in New York and not coach the team. I don't see that happening. I don't see. Depends what you're doing. I don't. I don't. I don't see that happening. I think he's gonna want to coach. You talk. You, you telling me a Brooklyn boy is not gonna want to coach the Knicks? No. Yeah. I want someone with a name. I don't want these guys that are heard of. I don't you want. Definitely heard of Masai Ujiri and, and from Toronto. Yeah, and Sam Preston from I, I'm OKC. Not, I'm not big on him. And David Griffin from Cleveland. I don't want David Griffin. What's he done? He made the uh, Cavs better. No, no, LeBron made guys better. LeBron wanted to come there. They got blessed that the best no, player. Okay, yes, LeBron wanted to come there, but he added pieces to that. He holds he? the he holds the Knicks. Man, God, J.R. Smith and Man, I heard LeBron. He, he was able to steal Chandler Fry for close to nothing from all. Because no one wanted him. I get that, but he was able to put a team. To, he said, "Okay, it's now easy to put a team to her." Listen, listen, okay. listen. 
now that he has LeBron James, you said, okay, this is the talent I have. Him and Kyrie Irving was able to get, get Kevin Love. He said, you know what? Let me put the pieces together around these three to make this team the most competitive. That's easy to do when you're LeBron James. I get that. So I'm not giving you credit for that. That's something that the Knicks can't do with Carmelo Anthony and KP. Okay, so I'm not looking at his resume from LeBron on. I'm watching, I'm looking at his resume from LeBron when LeBron left. He was awful. He drafted Anthony Bennett. He stunk. Drafted Deion Waiters. I don't think he was the one that did did that. I think he came in the same year as uh, LeBron. I don't think he was behind those. What's his name? Dan Gilbert? Uh, the Chris Grant was the GM with that Anthony Bennett and all of that. It wasn't David Griffin. Well, then I'm not look. I'm not giving you praise because you put a good team around LeBron James, right? That's, 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 anyone can do that. Anyone not can put, anyone, because as you can see, a lot of GMs are fired. Chris Grant, the guy before him, who you just said, after Anthony Bennett and Deion Waiters. LeBron wasn't LeBron then. LeBron became LeBron after he went to Miami. After he, after he took the soul of, of Pat Riley to some of his powers, <laughs> right? And then D-Way told him I win. Like he, once he came back, anyway, that LeBron different than LeBron that was previous. Okay. But I'm not big. I mean, Dan Gilbert. I don't know. David Griffin. David, David Griffin's talking. That's why I can't find him. I'm over here looking up Dan Gilbert. The, he's the owner of the club, yeah, right? <laughs> but okay. So you don't think he's the guy for the Knicks? So you think Mark Jackson is the is the guy you want? I want either. I want. Someone that has a plan. Don't, I just want someone to plan. Give me a plan. Right now, what are the Knicks doing? Right now, the Knicks are just like... In limbo. No, they are. They're that girl, with, they're, they're that big girl with no body, no curves. They're just, they're just in limbo. They're in the refrigerator. It's like, <laughs> where are you? You have no curves. You, you, you have no boobs. You have no ass. You're just there. What's, what's your plan? Some women, some women are comfortable with that because there's a market of men that like. You're that. right. The Knicks, are, the Knicks are comfortable with that. The Knicks are comfortable with that. You're right. The Knicks right now have no curves. They have no, they have no, they have no bust. They have no curves. Look at the ass job, Knicks. Come on. Someone... <laughs> Give me a give me a, give me a fucking plan. Are we tanking or are we trying to go for it? We have two youngsters and then we have a bunch of old guys. What's going on here, E? What's the plan right now for Knicks? I have no idea. The Knicks going Knicks. <laughs> Can we move to the next topic? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on that note, we're gonna take a little twenty second time out and get into our next segment, which uh, will be alternative facts. She's coined a new term for the times we're living in. Brace for it, parents of America. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. Look at those. Oh, what? Alternative facts? Lies. We fips. Also known as stereotypes or false. And we're back. Uh, we're going to touch on alternative facts. This is where we touch on uh, whether it be a player, coach, celebrity that is being praised or honored for one thing and we feel that no that's not the case and um we want to differ from the what the public opinion of that person or topic is so Coles, your alternative fact my alternative fact coming from my college boys group chat now i know he's gonna probably disagree with me because i know he's a man of, uh, of history he's a he, he I, I bet you believe uh don't forget your past because you're, you're uh Balance repeat it. I'm pretty sure you respect the old dude. My my thing is I don't respect anyone that's older than the Magic Johnson ever. My my mean is, is that we're talking about Chris Paul. And I said to me, Chris Paul is top ten point guard of all time. And I agree with that. And they started putting out names about like Archie, whatever, or Oscar Robinson, or you guys I didn't see play. And I was just like, you know what? I didn't see these guys play, but the same argument I have when people say that Shaq was the most dominant center. I, I, I understand Kareem that we did. I understand what, what that we did. I didn't see them play. I know what play in the era where he's the only seven footer in the league. I know that much. But I did see Shaq dominate against great players. And if, I'm sorry. I only saw 
from my eyes, I've seen the Magic and and, and younger. Okay. And Magic I play with Kareem. He played an old Kareem. Okay. But he, was old still, Kareem. He, he was still killing. But, but Magic was a, was the main guy on the team. But but, but but can you say was he still? He killing? was still killing. Okay. He was still killing, but it wasn't the same guy. It was in Milwaukee though. Okay. So when I see when I, when I value players, I'm 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 biased more to the young guys. I'm more biased to why well, you're young biased guys. to your generation. Which to me is like Magic Johnson and and young and younger. Okay. Just I'm biased to my generation. So to me, that's Michael Jordan's best ever. Like I actually saw him play my eyes. I can't account for guys that are older than that. So, so that's that's my 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 um turn of facts. When people tell me guys like Oscar Robinson, these guys were great. I bet they were. I'm sure they were. But to me, those old Negroes aren't in my top fifty or top players all time, personally. Okay. All right. That's a good one. My alternative fact, I'm going off the cuff right now, and I'm kind of freestyling, but NBA media. Avery Bradley is not all NBA defense? Nah, we got to address that. How have you won games that you guys watching? Boston is always on TV. You mean to tell me Avery Bradley is not all NBA defense? He doesn't get one vote for, for the first or second team? Come on. This is this is this is similar to James Harden only getting a few votes. <laughs> can you can you uh, can you agree? Can you can you can you move away from not liking the Celtics? And I don't hate the Celtics. I hate, I hate Boston in general. Everything Boston. Okay, can you move away from that? And when you look at the games, you're gonna tell me you're gonna look me in my eyes and tell me Amy Bradley is, doesn't doesn't belong in an all NBA defensive team. He does. He okay. goes he goes to one. Okay, cool. So, but but I have no pity for him. I have no pity for him. Right? <laughs> this is crazy. I gotta speak on it. If you ask anybody in the NBA who's a guard, you're gonna say, "Yeah, it's gonna be a long night with Amy Bradley." You, I'm, I'm, I'm my twenty, my thirty, but it ain't gonna be easy. He's gonna be on you like white or rice. True, true, Man. true, true, true. So true, for true. him not to make the team is absurd to me. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I like Chris Paul as far as a defender, but I'm not playing him as a better defender as Amy Bradley right now. If you ask me right now in 2017, who's the better defender? Amy Bradley by a long shot. You're not playing Chris Paul on the best guard on the other team. Hey. <laughs> so I think that was just more of a facade, like, yeah, Chris Paul is this, he's this and that. Like, you say he's the point guard, but never made the conference finals. Okay. And we're going to give him all NBA defensive teams. Yes. We're just going to give him away. Okay. So be happy. I'm happy. happy. I, got, I got something, right? Give me, some, give me something. Give me something here, right? Take that. I'll take something. I'll take something. Going. As long as you know you stole it. We'll take something, right? We'll take something. As long as you know you stole it, bro. So those are our two alternative facts for episode 13. And uh, we're going to take another 20-second time out and go into the past day prime. Uh, oh, on my back. Knew I shouldn't have played in that game yesterday. If only I listened to that little voice in my head. See? I told you so. I told you shouldn't have played in that damn game. You out here trying to, trying to cook like Harden, trying to crab Joe like LeBron. Man, you are past your prime. And we're back with uh, our past their prime segment. This is where we discuss uh, players, people. We feel like, yo, you just got to give it up. Throw in the towel. It's over. Spit the mouthpiece out. You shouldn't even be involved in any of this anymore. So let's get right into it. Who's your past their prime? Uh, my past their prime cannon has a boxing match tonight. <laughs> and I'm not sure why so fighting. Manny Pacquiao, my, my man, my man, Ooh. my man, my man, Pac-Man. I love you, baby. 
Come on, you're 38, you fighting guys that you have more knockouts than he has a career fights. Like, come on, what, what you doing? What you even, what you got to prove anymore? What left do you have to prove? You already won all your titles. You already fought uh, Mayweather. You lost that fight. You got knocked out a couple, couple of years ago. You have made a comeback. I get you. I get it. I guess you won't go out on your own terms. But come on, bro. What, le what left do you have to prove? I don't, Mayweather ain't coming back to fight you a second time. It happened. He beat you. He avoided you for years. He finally got you. He definitely, he, he definitely, definitely ran. For he a ran while. for a while. He beat you when you at your worst. Yeah, he definitely ran for a while. Man. I after, think after that, I said I'm not paying for another Mayweather. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> and even you did, even you did with the link another uh, fight with Mayweather after he waxes uh, McGregor. I don't want to watch that again. The first one wasn't good. The first fight wasn't good. And about Mayweather, why would I come out of retirement to fight someone to beat my ass possibly? Like, why would I do that for? Possibly. I'm not saying going to win. I'm saying why would I take a chance? I don't think Pacquiao has a chance against Mayweather. I'm just saying, at this, point. at this point, I'm at Mayweather. I'm not taking any chances. The only people I'm fighting people like McGregor, who I know I'm going to whoop their ass and get paid. I'm not, I'm not coming out of retirement with my perfect record to possibly lose. That makes no sense. I ain't the Undertaker. Like, I'm not going to blemish my perfect record. So my thing is, at this point, Pacquiao, I hope you bust this guy's ass. Actually, no, I don't. I hope you get knocked out to reality. <laughs> that, that, you're senator. You're senator now in, in the Philippines, right? From what I'm hearing, you're in camp. Not taking this, you're not taking the fight serious. You're still taking uh, you're still taking calls, but you have to for your for your uh, for your board on the government. You're taking calls while you're in the training camp, bro. Pick one. You're 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 a man of the government now. Who's he fighting again? I forget. Something Horn. Uh, hold on. That name right here. He is fighting. This is Horn. I don't have a last name here. Give me his last. Give me one second. He's fighting. I forgot that fight was even coming on. It's on yeah. ESPN tonight, right? Yeah. That's crazy. You went from pay per view to ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his first name, but I can't find it. It's not even showing it. That's how, that's how relevant it is. I can find his last name. But um, yeah, that's my that's my Pastor Prime candidate. I'll find a few. You can go on your uh your Pastor Prime candidate. When I find his name, I'll come back to it. I got you. I got you. My past their prime candidate. Oh, man. I don't, I don't even want to bring this guy up, but I have to because I don't understand why Fox Sports is still his employer this man. Jason Whitlock. Nothing that comes out of your <laughs> mouth is ever good. <laughs> Nothing. I don't understand why he's even has a Excuse platform. Excuse me, Jeff Horn. That's Jeff Horn is the guy's name? He's from okay. Australia. Yeah. I don't understand why Jason Whitlock is still has a job, still commenting on basketball, because no, no points he ever makes, I can say, okay, I understand what you're coming, where you're coming from. He's probably by far the worst analyst I've seen on, on, on uh, TV. I don't think there's anybody worse than him. Nothing he ever says. I'm like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Okay, I can see how one would say that. You, you hear talking about LeBron, don't, don't face races. He's worse than Kenzie? Yes. Yes. He's worse. <laughs> and Han? Yes. He's worse. <laughs> There's never anything that he says where I could be like, okay, yeah, that's a good point. You in football? Yeah, nothing. Nothing that he brings to the table for me does it for me. I don't know if it's because I can't get past his, the comments or his, his racial comments, but I just, I, I, I don't care to see him. I just get upset when he's on TV. I'm like, come on, why is this guy talking? He's better than the starters on the NBA channel? Yeah, uh, no. He ain't better than them? No, he's not. <laughs> They're terrible. He's not. I, I I I would much rather watch the starters than <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not too fond of that or that show. I, I hate that show. But I also feel like they have a good camaraderie when they do have guests come on. They do. Yeah. 
So I appreciate that much about them. They're here for the fun. For, yeah. for jokes. Exactly. <laughs> for the jokes. So I understand it. <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon, I'm yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you throw it on. Yeah, Jason Whitlock, he's on prime time. His own show, too? Come on. You got you to gotta cancel like, like they canceled the Carl Michael show. <laughs> you got to cancel So it's still on. Oh, oh, it's just, uh, he's, he's, second, he's just. He's second just, season. Oh, no, I thought they canceled it recently. Nah, I was watching, I just watched, I've been, been watching the second season um recently. Pretty oh, funny. I, I saw something online that said it was canceled. Maybe Thurston was canceled. Maybe Thurston was canceled, but second season yeah. pretty good. Okay. But yeah, you got to definitely cancel that. <laughs> so, if Fox Sports, if y'all listening to this, please, get rid of Jason Whitlock. His show is really not adding nothing to the to the culture. It's really not. But um, on that note, that's episode 13. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social media handles, EA Sports 718 on Twitter, E underscore money 718 on Instagram and follow uh, the podcast at, at Past Their Prime on Twitter as well. You can find me at Marcus underscore Costanza on Instagram. Hit me up on uh, Perks, and, uh, Perks underscore OJ on uh, Snapchat and on uh, Twitter. You got me at Clooney Clobane. It's your boy Coles. We out. Also follow us on IG, Past Their Prime 5 as well. Forgot to mention that. I'm going to plug that in as well. And Past Their Prime 5 at gmail.com if you got any comments, questions, concerns, and you want to just us about the podcast. On that note, see you until next time.